How do you grieve a dead android? Today I'm talking about After Yang. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about After Yang, which is kind of a subtle sci-fi drama that I recently checked out and thought it was pretty good and uh, wanted to explain why. So without further ado, let's get started. Thus far, almost all of the movie world's take on lifelike artificial intelligence has either been completely convinced that it will lead to the destruction of humanity or dealing with an existential question about what it means to be truly alive and or human. Which is why today's movie, After Yang, is so intriguing. Because the question it's asking is, how do you grieve when an AI you cared about passes? Colin Farrell plays Jake, the patriarch of a family including his wife, their adopted daughter, and their android named Yang. But when Yang malfunctions and won't restart, Jake will go on a quiet journey of discovery into Yang's past and his own family's life. After Yang is best described as a vibe movie. I think it's interesting, very well acted, and deals with some complex ideas and emotions, but it's not hitting the audience over the head with anything. Hell, there's barely a raised voice in this movie. Instead, the movie uses Yang, and in particular, Jake's push to discover Yang's memories as a subtle journey of discovery and all of the emotions it raises. Before Yang malfunctions, we get the impression that our parents, Kira and Jake, are a bit distant with their daughter, Mika, relying on Yang to give her company, look after her, and guide her. Looking into Yang's past means reconciling the teachable moments they missed, viewing the day-to-day moments they all missed with one another, and acknowledging what Yang has meant to their family. More often than not, stability. It's Yang who taught Mika about the value of her own mixed family, for instance. At the same time, Jake is getting visions of Yang's past and expanding his vision of who Yang, an android, even was before he came to Jake's family. There are many big ideas about identity and connection bouncing off each other in subtle but impactful ways. We also have Jake's motives bumping against the motives of the people he's asked for help. The first person he visits wants to use Yang to take on a corporation who uses the androids to collect data. The next is a researcher who wants to learn about Yang's past lives. But Jake, like his daughter, seems to want Yang back or at least have a proper way to understand and mourn him. It's a somber but steady vibe. Said vibe is also emphasized by the understated visual palette that emphasizes warm colors and almost Instagram filter on everything, and how this technologically advanced society seems has seemingly abandoned the techie look to everything. The emphasis is now on is on how homes, cars, and even workshops feel, not the tech that's everywhere. It's a lot like Dune in that way. Admittedly, this approach isn't, every, isn't for everyone. This movie is almost understated to the point of parody to reinforce its do humans grieve for android sleep idea, though I still thoroughly enjoyed it. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.